Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Social Podcast. Uh, Kerry, people often say that they feel that listening to this podcast is a little like being in the pub, slightly hungover, with a Bloody Mary, mm. with friends. How are we feeling today? Really hungover? <laughs> without, <laughs> without a Bloody Mary? Oh, I'm literally looking at a Bloody Mary right now. I've got red wine here. I have to confess. Yeah, that's me stirring the ice with my celery. Lovely. Is that your pet name for something? <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, I had a big one on Thursday night. It was my work summer do in London. And then another big one last night, Friday, with my brother's family and my mum and the kids. And I've got people coming around about half four this afternoon. <laughs> A right old banger. That's me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kerry's prison name <laughs> when she was in Layhill. I told Kerry, I mean, we're recording this at 3.30 is the time now on a Saturday afternoon. Mm. We've had days that are a bit jammed. I went off to the tax office today. And Portuguese bu bureaucracy being what it is, I was meant to hand in a notice declaring I'd become a homeowner. And uh, I forgot to do that. And that's about three months ago. So I'm a bit behind the eight ball with that so I went down there and they were like appointment only on a Saturday so fortunately the tax office was right next to Mercadona have you ever stumbled upon a Mercadona on your many trips to Spain or Mallorca you've been to Mallorca haven't you I have yeah is that a supermarket fantastic supermarket mm. so I went into Mercadona slightly hungover and a bit hungry oh dear <laughs> guess what happened next you bought a lot yeah. of meats, so cheeses, I and bought breads. A lot of meat. I bet. Oh, oh, actually, live on air, Kerry. Yeah. I'm going to send you a photo of what I had for lunch. Okay. I want your response. Okay. So this was all courtesy of Spanish supermarket. Oh, now, see that doesn't look unhealthy either, does it? It looks really fresh, and now that's some sort of virtually raw meat. I think <laughs> it looks like. Uh, do you know what? Funnily enough. My other half went, is that raw? And I was like, no. It looks it though. And lovely little baby potatoes with herbs on and a sort of little salady coleslaw type thing with red cabbage, maybe, and some lovely little tomatoes. The only thing is, like, Mariana said something which didn't really translate well in English because mm. she was like, okay, yeah, we can have this today, you know, like it's unhealthy. But, and I think she meant to say it's the last part of your birthday week and she went it's your last birthday <laughs> it sounded a bit she's poisoned you ham hock yeah <laughs> oh, oh very nice i like how she thinks that isn't healthy and i've just said oh it looks really healthy that yeah i know oh, uh, swings around right mm. um all right let's have an ad and then we'll discuss the archers yes Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, this is going to be a largely uncut episode because Kerry and I obviously are up against it a bit. And uh, we did a special midweek on Patreon. Mm. It's there for you. So we started talking about things early in the week and I was unaware that at that point that Johnny had joined a sailing crew. Yeah. And that was one of the many challenges. And I thought Kerry was making it up. When I said that Johnny is now a winch grinder, you thought. Yes. Yeah, it sounded unlikely. Yeah, there's been a fair few jokes online about what's actually going to happen to Johnny on the on the open seas. 
once he's on this yacht. Basically, most of them saying he's going to be bummed alive. Ah, nice. Uh, better than bummed dead. Or is it? <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe. Hey, listeners, let us know. Uh, bummed alive or bummed dead? <laughs> I was thinking, not about bumming, but about um, whether Johnny has just made that all up and he's not gone to see at all. He just has cooked this up as a way to be sort of not contactable and go under the radar a bit for the four month period. And he's actually just waiting tables in a nice little Lisbon eatery. Good for him that he's chosen something so believable. <laughs> I'm going to be a winch grinder on a round the world yacht. Yeah. Because the rest of the listeners are sat here being like, what? <laughs> Well, some and one of the tweeter people, I wish I could remember who, pointed out that no one would go that way across the Atlantic at that time of the year. So maybe John is actually fallen prey to some kind of weird sailing cult. Ah, where they never actually go to sea. They're just sort of sitting in a dark cellar. I mean, that's what I'd do <laughs> if I was a sailor. I'd just sit on the boat in the port. <laughs> yeah. When we're we going? Oh, tomorrow. Was well, it like it's like Tom Baker's character in Blackadder too, isn't it? <laughs> what do you, where have you gone? I just sail round and round. Yeah, I sail round and round the island white till everyone gets dizzy, and then I go home. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to hear from Johnny for a long time. So is Freddie coming back soon? He wasn't tempted to grind the winches. No, Fred is going to hang on in there, isn't he? Ah, right. Okay. Until when? Oh my God! My mum's just sent me a photo of a bottle of wine in Tesco's. Gary Barlow organic white wine. <laughs> Is it made from Gary Barlow? <laughs> well, that's the only thing that would make it worthwhile. Yeah. Jesus, a million vomits later. Ooh. I would not fucking buy that oh, ever. No, you don't want him having our money, do we? And not, not paying the taxes. So, yeah, John is probably lying because it doesn't seem feasible. No. They were in Lisbon last weekend, as was I. Mm-hmm. I wasn't recruited on Around the World. <laughs> I mean, didn't the press gang, they used to basically come around the pub. Yeah. Like in Bristol and club someone over the back of the head and the next minute you were on your way to the, uh, mm. the East Indies or something. Yeah. There's a pub in Bristol called The Hole in the Wall, which is named so because it has a tiny little, it's now glazed, a little kind of narrow window, mm. which was where someone used to sit and look out for the press gang. And ah. when they saw them coming, they would all lock the doors and blow out the candles. Wasn't there something as well about if you if you, they drop a coin into your beer and if you'd taken the king's shilling, which is you you were then in the navy, and that's why they have glass bottom tankards. None of the village people wanted to record that song. I don't get that. <laughs> Didn't they record a song in the navy? Oh yes. <laughs> I was thinking about glass bottoms. <laughs> I'm so fuzzy today. I do apologise for being very thick and slow. I'm sorry. But that pub, The Hole in the Wall, which is opposite the Thecla, which is like a legendary Bristol venue mm. on, a, on a boat, uh, it claims that Robert Louis Stevenson was staying there when he wrote Treasure Island. Unfortunately, just round the corner is a pub called The Landogger Trout, which is a stone's throw from Bristol Old Vic Theatre, where lots of famous... A few Archers alumni, yeah. like uh, Lillian, Matt Crawford, uh, Chelsea, studied. They claim that Robert Louis Stevenson was staying there when he wrote Treasure Island, so it's a little bit of a tug of war. Oh. Over where, I mean, he could have stayed in both, couldn't he? Exactly. But what this Johnny thing means is that there's only Hannah left to evict, according to George's plan, wasn't there? And, of course, that then happened, didn't it? She's been evicted. What did you think about the eviction? scenes oh my god did you see what happened to me on twitter no i tweeted out from my own account on thursday night yeah george shite aside and not to side with landlords did will do anything wrong fuck me i got absolute pelters for did you? well technically he didn't know he gave her two months notice didn't he? <laughs> I suppose. yeah of course it's the prospect of that is awful and it has taken her by surprise and she's shocked and maybe how he went about it, because he sort of went, um, oh, he's really odd anyway, isn't he? That voice of his. He mentioned George, didn't he? You know, what's happening is I want the house back for me and George and Parpy. Uh, 
but at the mention of George, that was it for Hannah, wasn't it? It was like, right, this has been a complete scheme. But then George with Hannah in the shop was quite menacing, wasn't he? Yeah, he gave her the... F- I mean, she should start recording, mm. don't you think? Yeah, that's a good idea. Because no one will believe her, will they? Unless that happens. Well, she said to him, you think you're the big... I, I really quite like Hannah facing Dane. Mm. George, like, you think you're the big I am. But I see you for what you are. And one day everyone else will. It's like, this is... There is a reckoning coming with him. Yeah. It's just a matter of how long, isn't it? Mm. Although I did have a small fantasy this week that the marquee that Eddie is building is going to fall down because it's obviously very rickety, isn't it? And he's bodging it and taking the money for the hire of a proper one. And I was thinking, I bet George rescues someone from the marquee and people, you know, like that thing. It happens quite often, doesn't it? Where the baddie does something good and gets a little bit of um, leeway for a time. Mm. You're my hero. Yeah, I mean, didn't Rob do that with the flood? Yes. Everyone thought he was a hero and it turned out that he'd blococked the cold yeah. and flooded the whole village. <laughs> but it's funny. He was like the Yeah. He was the main reason. Yes. But it's funny you saying about um being accused of being landlord scum because Eddie actually felt a bit weird about that, didn't he? That the Grundies are landlord status and it felt very yeah. odd to him that they're doing to others what they've had done to them whose name did he rake up from the past he he said this he said evicting people is for the beep beeps of this world don't know matt crawford oh which immediately made me think matt crawford's coming back why are they throwing his name Mm out there all of a sudden. Well, wouldn't that be great? I, I've been watching too many property shows on free-to-view channels mm. on cable because when they said Grandad and his flipping ferrets, I thought he buys a ferret, oh. improves it, grooms it, and then sells it for a higher price. <laughs> ferret flipping. Yes. I see what you did there. How will it work, though, with the living together thing? How do you think George... Will and Parpy are going to get on. It won't work, will it? No. It'll, uh, it'll unravel almost immediately. And some people are saying that it might not even happen, like because they're saying that the, the no-fault eviction is very topical. Oh, yeah, because he mentioned that, didn't he, um, Will, when he was evicting her, yeah. And I didn't mean, mean to invite all of that kind of criticism I got on Twitter. All I was saying was, like, did he do anything wrong? Mm. Because when... My landlord told me before Christmas, a place I had been in five years, just like Hannah, you have to move out. I was like, pretty much my brain just went, okay, well, it's your house. <laughs> like, that's it. Isn't it? Yeah. And Whereas when you're Hannah renting, like, you kind of, you wonder quite often when that moment will come, don't you? I mean, I've been, I've yeah. been, I rent where I am and I've been in this property for, since 2006 in the same place. Mm. And I often fear that envelope coming through the door with a notice Mm. period because it's a right bargain my house and the landlord doesn't seem to realize yeah or it's the rent increase that i mean our our apartment was incredibly cheap for Mm. for portos and then they finally upped the rent funnily enough after the the old man died (laughs) the rent suddenly went up Uh, okay yeah but that that'll be interesting uh, i think that that living setup if it ever gets to to be there oh and speaking of people who live together what about when eddie was waiting for clary to get home when brad was down for tea <laughs> and brad bless him said anything you know like me to do to get help get the tea ready like uh, peel some vegetables or something no clary will be home in a minute from work she'll do it yeah there's four men in around that table and none of them can cook and then when will suggested to george Oh, buying your own plate, uh, no, buying like going to move out on your own. Um, that'll take some planning. And he was like, you'll have to cook as well and, and budget. And he was like, nah, none of that. I'm too busy with my business. Like, what yeah. what, what business, business you Yeah. What did he mean with that? Because he's getting financed by Oliver with 5,000. Oh, God, yeah. The square root of call as far as I like, can figure out. Yeah, nothing has happened on that front, has it? No, he's falling asleep in his gaming chair. Um, mm-hmm. Permission to make the same joke that I made on the uh, 
midweek special about Uruguay and Tony and cattle, Kerry? Yeah. Oh, God, it's a corker, listeners. So to cure Johnny of his loneliness as he sails to Uruguay, Tony's going to send him recordings of the cattle, or as it's known, Monte Videos. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> That's a cracker. Good lad. But, but poor Brad, didn't you think, like, he thought he was going to get the, a grilling about his relationship with Mia, yeah, didn't he? It, it, was, it was like getting called in by the Grundy Mafia, wasn't it? Yeah, they they sounded so odd, didn't they? The whole thing is odd. The whole bloody thing with the fate. Ed mm-hmm. is often is in the shed doing something secret. Is that point? You no, know, you know these are people who are working class, who are, don't have two pennies to scratch their ass with, and suddenly they have time to repaint a whack-a-mole. Get to fuck. <laughs> this ain't <laughs> happening, is it? No. What did he? Where's he got all that stuff to make the marquee from as well? God knows. Maybe he's getting the old covers from the cherries off Stella, or he's nicked oh, that'll it already. Be nice. That'll look lovely, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the cherries, yeah. Now then, I actually am in favour of Adam's side of things here. Oh my god! Hang on. Yes. I, this needs yeah. a jingle. It does. I agree with Adam. Adam is right. Stella is wrong. See, I'm so hungover, I've started to think opposite. Takes a a sip of a Bloody Mary. (laughs) Because uh, she said about that SWD and the rotting cherries. Is that what you get when you fuck a cherry? (laughs) Yeah. Um. He says, just keep the trees. You don't need to pull them down. She was like, no, no, no. The rotting fruit will attract SWD, which is East Asian fruit flies. But that's wrong because they don't, they're not attracted to the rotting fruit. They go in when it's, they're ripening, the early bit of the ripening thing. So that's one thing. And so what if they eat the fruit, if you're not going to be wanting to pick them and sell them because they don't make a profit? Let the flies have them. I once met a humourless border security guard crossing over from Western Australia into South Australia <laughs> who went through my Toyota Tarago van, which had a mini fridge by the glove box, and found like three limes and an orange. And he went, these are left to go. <laughs> what are you talking about? And he went, fruit flies, mate. And I was like, fruit flies can fly. <laughs> How are you going to stop them getting over the border? And uh, yeah, it didn't go down well. Oh, dear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, though, about that whole thing? Stella's loving just chopping loads of cherry trees down. And also the blossom is very lovely. And Jen, like, Jennifer liked it because it lifted her spirits. It, Brian went mad when Adam mentioned that. Yeah. Take Jennifer's damn name out of your mouth, Adam. So why? Blossom is nice. Leave them. Brian, this is all... We're going through the stages of grief with Brian, though, aren't we? Angry at Stella, Mm. fired on the spot, now angry with Adam, Mm. talks him down and demands an apology. There's something going on with him, isn't there? Yeah, that was quite funny where he went, now say sorry, Adam, (laughs) I don't really, I don't want to. Now, now, come on. I warmed you up for that as well, didn't I, Kara? I was like, you're going to love this scene. Did you see the... Sorry, he did that killer line again, Brian. I'm sure he's used this before, where he said... uh, don't let us keep you. I'm sure you're wanted at Bridge Farm. Yeah. Haven't they got some uh, dog shit that needs picking up, Adam, over at Bridge Farm? Oh, you fucking traitor. I did actually feel sorry for Adam. Although earlier, he was he sounded so odd when he came across Henry on his phone. <laughs> I like that. He was like... Yeah. Caught you. I bet you're messaging your mates. I'm skiving too. It's like, get away from you, you weirdo freak. And Henry was like, yeah, they're all down there picking the cherries, which is going to be the last ever crop because Stella's fucked you over, you big weirdo. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> well, Tracy told him that, but yeah. It's, oh, uh... I thought Henry broke the news to him. No, it was oh. Tracy. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because Tracy was picking and she, he went over and she was like, she needed a break. And he took the bag off her and said, oh, it's a right bumper crop this season. Best ever, blah, blah, blah. 
And she went, oh, yeah, such a shame that all of these are going to be completely chopped down, destroyed and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad your whole fucking legacy is going up in smoke, Adam, since you bummed and off went, the bloody... What? And marched over <clears throat> to Brian and Stella. Tracy got in a few digs about fruit pickers being paid well enough and they'll show up. Yeah. Us British workers, if you pay us right, we'll do it, won't we? Yeah, she's gone full Brexit. Um, mm. I expect Tracy Horobin to have her own show on GB News replacing Dan Wooten next week. <laughs> but no, Tracy, Tracy, you're she, better she, than that. She did a fruity joke as well, didn't she, when Stella was saying, don't tug on the cherries. And she went, hear that, boys. <laughs> Listen up. Don't yeah. tug on them cherries. It's a bit of um a weird subject, this fruit picking and no one showing up for it, because I've got friends that do various jobs throughout the summer and they tried to get fruit picking jobs and all the places were taken pre-pandemic in the same time as the newspapers. By Tracy. There's a dearth. Yeah, yeah, she's just showing up (laughs) and doing it all. So sometimes I I do get a suspicion that story isn't quite true. Well, speaking of not true, like this is, you know, Stella saying about the SWD, and it sounded all very convincing, didn't it? That the rotting fruit would attract them and blah, blah, blah. But when I looked it up on Wikipedia, oh yeah, <laughs> it said that they go for the early ripening fruit. And then I suddenly got to thinking, hang on a minute, maybe Stella just makes everything up and it sounds convincing. And Adam has been right all along. Yeah, I mean, there was that moment where she was trying to tag along with Pip's camping trip. And mm. She was like, you know, my dad, he always had to have the new latest gadget. And I got a vision of them like, camping in the gower and her going and pip going like um stella is the seed drill really necessary (laughs) i mean someone did point out because i tweeted about this sort of my theory that stella doesn't know what she's talking about but then someone said well the royal horticultural society says that the rotting fruit would attract them though oh them they don't know what they're talking about well exactly wikipedia (laughs) is far better who wants to trust a bloody, yeah, who wants to trust a group that's founded by whores? <laughs> I do. I wouldn't mind, actually. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> I haven't thought this through. The Royal Whore Society. The Royal Whorey Culture Society. I'm there. Oh. Sign me up. Yeah. Fair play Good. to Henry. He stole the script <laughs> from every breakup call I've tried to make in a difficult relationship. Piss off. Oh, yeah. Don't want to see you anymore. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, that was a strange bit, wasn't he? Where he did shout, um, leave us alone or something. And then there was a bit of a gap. Oh, she was like, My, yeah, what was it? Mum doesn't want you around and none of us do. Then there was a silence. And then he went, hello, as if he yeah. wanted to speak again. I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. I, I liked you liked it when you watched me playing cricket. Yeah, me too. Rob was very, very slick, wasn't he? Oh, how grown up you sound. I don't blame you for standing up for your mum, even though it should have been Helen sticking up for you. Mm. I really miss you and your brother. Uh, Henry did put up a little bit of a fight, didn't he? Why are you only bothering with us now? Kind of thing. Yeah. mm, He's suspicious, isn't he? But Rob is... Guilt tripping him, really. I'm letting you slightly off the hook here, Kerry. Uh, George, more wrong and shit this week. He played a game of two halves, didn't he? Because he helped Mia and Brad get back together. Yeah, but it's all meant to be. It could all be an illusion, yeah. Yeah. But Brad was sort of going, oh, no, he can be all right, you know, sometimes. So he's worked his magic on him. Yes. And there was another thing he did that was sort of oh Hen- the Henry stuff obviously that's manipulating him. He he as an eighteen year old he went to call for Henry didn't he to go and yep. play on the swings. Yeah, you told me that Kira. on the podcast special, and I thought that was a bit weird, but now <laughs> yeah, now I believe you. But yeah, he was nasty in the shop to Hannah. That was the peak of his horror mm. this week. I mean, Henry wanted to pull on his vape, didn't he? He was like, no, of course you can. I'll buy you an ice cream. And he was like, mum doesn't let me have ice creams. Although she works in a f***ing dairy and makes ice cream. What did he say? Mum doesn't let me have ice cream. He said, don't tell me mum doesn't let you have sweets. 
she's such a nag and George and Henry didn't deny it. Mm. Well, she is. I mean, didn't she like wet her knickers over giving them a biscuit at one point? I that's stuck in my mind as if that's a treat. At the beginning of the week, Lee was like really distracted, wasn't she? Went, Lee, what's the matter? It was like, oh, you mm. know, it's just that, you know, missing, not being there for my daughter's birthday. And she went, that was days ago. Like, yeah, and, and no you saw them on a screen. There's no histrionics. There's no histrionics yeah. with Helen's life whatsoever. Yeah, like if it was days ago, Helen, shut. Yeah, I know you stabbed your husband, but that was six years ago. Shut the fuck up about it, mate. Mm. Yeah, she has no truck with Lee's troubles, really, does she? Honestly, I mean, seeing your child on a screen on their birthday, and they're on the other side of the planet. And she's like, well, that, that was in, that was sufficient. You said you had a nice chat. So crack on. Also, she Very showed harsh. Lee the photo of Freddie and Johnny with all the men in matching shirts. And he went, thanks for showing me the photo. Do you thank someone for being shown a photo? I don't think so. Unless you're in prison and worried you're going to be killed. <laughs> in some like hostage situation in Thailand. I know. He, I don't know why or how he has stayed with her so long, Lee, honestly. He's a saint. Or stupid, spineless, oh. I don't know. <laughs> saint or stupid, listeners. What was the other poll we were gonna have? <laughs> bummed uh, alive bum or bummed dead? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's got his cupboard with, for all his, with all his things in under the stairs. Yeah. He's um, only shown one photograph a month. And Henry's like, I know what you were talking about. I need to know. What was it, Lee? Mm. And he was like, oh, nothing, mate. Sometimes uh, sometimes adults have a situation where, you know, your girlfriend talks to you like absolute shit. Don't worry about it, Henry. And then Henry was, and then Helen was like, come on, Henry, let's go to the dairy. And he was like, what? Yeah, yeah. let's go make cheese. Well, even worse than making cheese, she said, Let's go and check the sell-by dates. That, that'll be fun. Yeah, Cough. Check the sell-by date on your soul. Anything else that got your, got your gander up this weekend? I liked it when uh, Brad decided to buy a series of touching gifts for Mia. He oh. bought her a bunch of cut flowers that were her mum's favourite. Yeah. He bought um, New Strategies for the Treatment of Sepsis by Antonio Mirello, that popular book. And... <laughs> um, Oh God! He, I like the way he, when she started to cry, he went, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No! I've no. done it wrong! I've got it wrong! Oh no! What have I done?" Mm, what a darling! Yeah, he's... I wish I wish I liked her more. Oh, I quite like Mia. Um, I mean, she did confide in because he said about Paige and the fact that he got that DM that was po probably meant for him anyway yeah. about yeah. him. Because, you know, I, it's I've, classic that, isn't it? Yeah, it's I've, done, Oops, I've, done, I've, I've yeah. helped people out in that situation and told them, like, send that message to that person and that will save you having to tell them. So I've actually given that advice to other people, not as a dumping message, but like mm. how to get out of things. Uh, and she mentioned how she was in love with Rory um, ah, yeah, a couple she was, of years yeah. ago. I couldn't remember who that was. I was thinking it was Ben, but no, you're right, isn't it? No, it was Rory, Rory which makes yeah. me think that there is still something to come with the Huntball Saboteur thing, but I don't know. Because Rory came back for the weekend and started behaving mm. like an absolute twat at the Huntball. Didn't he go, get over there, boy. Put the cones oh, yeah. there. What are you doing there? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and at the same time, they were there, like, holding up the traffic for at least 17 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you've got that little nugget stored, haven't you? Yes. And Oliver was there going, whoever did this needs stringing up. Skin mm. them, drag them over the ground, blow a Loxley. It's not acceptable. So I think there is, that's going to come out. I think because George needs to win favour with Oliver. Yeah. And his ace in the hole, if that's an expression, is yeah. going to be, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know I'm a bit of a shit, but look what Brad and Mia did at the hump ball, Oliver. And then he's going to be able to play that card. Gosh. Also, yeah. Mia said it didn't work out between them. She was stupid. Well, the fact is Mia isn't like a really callous CEO that's killed at least three people. So she was never going to be Rory's type, was she? <laughs> no. 
Yeah, I think Mia and Brad are in it for a long while, though, the pair of them. I hope so. I like them as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we found out that the person who had the party when there was a figurine in the garden and the cushions were put back a bit wonky or something was the granddad, wasn't it? Yep. So did one of Bert's old mates go out behind the shed and crack one off to a ballerina figurine <laughs> and then wrap it up in a blanket? Well, why, why was it out there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There can be only that reason. Didn't we hear last week? I mean, he was so far from the suspect list that when Brad said to Tracy, well, if it weren't me and it weren't Chelsea, there's only one other person. I was, I was like, well, it's not Bert, is it? Because he can't dress himself. So how <laughs> on earth does he bloody organise a party? Do you think yeah. he posted on Facebook and 3,000 people showed up like it used to yeah. happen about seven years ago? He used social media like all archer people do at one point in their career yeah it's a little bit unbelievable isn't it kerry i did in, i enjoyed um i like the tale of the magic table that was thrilling yeah remind me about this you mentioned it on the in midweek but go on uh pip's magic table and mm -hmm. the magic thing about it is that the legs slightly adjust if you're camping on a slopey field permission to make a second joke again a second time go on then I think Pip's going to be adjusting Stella's leg to a suitable height. Has she only got one? <laughs> yeah, no. I think Pip's <laughs> going to be adjusting Stella's legs on that camping trip to a certain height. Maybe she is a monoped. <laughs> because when, uh, I'm going to listen out next time she's walking along, whether it's they, sort of hops. We know someone else that posted a sexy um, post about someone and made it sound like the person only had one leg, don't we, Kerry? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. It was someone talking about she had a beautiful tattooed leg and you wrote back to me. Oh, yeah. Does she only have one? <laughs> Who the bloody hell was that? It was... <gasps> yes. Ah, now, he's an interesting character re related to someone we all know. Yeah, we can Who's an Andrew Tate mega fan. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's just... Now I need to edit um okay you don't yeah i do i do no you don't don't i nope the truth right. is out there it's well public. the truth is out there anyway it's I public mean... yeah exactly that's what i mean anyway moving on yep um i'm gonna put an ad in here and then i'm gonna mention something about our social media which is Lovely. gonna be a bit all over the place so ad break here folks even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Kerry, last week, I said something mm. on our podcast. Possibly you did, didn't the most you? stupid thing I've ever said. <laughs> I said, if you send an email to our email account, I will create a jingle for you. We've never had so many emails. <laughs> yeah, inundated. Um, I mean, obviously, this was a one week off. <laughs> backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> no, you know, I said anyway, I'm pretty sure I said this week. Um, okay. So yeah, I, yeah, I can't do this every week because it actually does take a lot of time, but I will say from now on, if you, anyone who becomes a Patreon from now on, I'll create a jingle for you. That's fair, isn't it? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to stay a Patreon for a minimum of six months. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Forever and ever <laughs> and ever. All right. So I'm going to play each jingle mm. and then I'm going to read the emails. Is that fair? Love it. I can't wait to hear them. Okay, first up, this is the only one Kerry's heard in advance, and I had been listening to a bit of Timberlake on this day. So we have an email from Simon Stacy. Simon Stacy, Simon Stacy, Simon Stacy, Simon Stacy, Simon Stacy. 
Like it, Kerry? I bloody love it. Is that you singing? It is. <gasps> what a voice. Oh, so, so. This is called A Call to Arms. Morning. Obviously, it's from Simon Stacey. Mm -hmm. Just on the way to the ferry at Hollyhead when I heard your request for an email in. <laughs> love the podcast, and I have previously left you a five-star review, which is richly deserved. P.S. Swearing is always appreciated. I'm constantly getting in trouble for my potty mouth turn of phrase. Simon Stacey. Thanks a f***ing lot. All right, I'm going to intersperse them because, you know, some I sing, some I don't. All right. This mm -hmm. one's from Kate Melnick. Oh, my. What do we have here? An email from Kate Melnick. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I like that guy's voice. Yes. What's it from? Uh, it's from it Eleven, just... Eleven Labs. Oh, nice. The title okay. of this email is, yes. you have to be inundated with males right now, right? <laughs> uh, she said, hope you're all well. Couldn't be bothered to open my personal email because she sent from work email. Whilst catching mm. up on the Cider Shed pod at work. But you called us out, so enjoy. Down with George Lovely. Little Arse. Love Neil this week, in brackets last week. Love you guys, Kate. Oh, thanks, Kate. Oh, love you too. I like that she listens to us at work. Yeah. Um, next up, Vivian O'Connor. And now, an email from Vivian O'Connor. <laughs> Viv, long time tweeter person. Oh, Viv, she's always writing um, reviews elsewhere, isn't she? Yes, love that. No, this Very is appropriate. Nice Strap one. in. Hi guys, apropos your challenge on this week's The Cider Shed podcast, I'm emailing you in. This podcast reminded me of past events in my life. One, our registry office wedding was nearly cancelled as I was late. This was in relation to the Jazzer Tracy thing, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, pub was next door. And as I pointed out to the best man, hubby to be's brother, Willie's just got around in. <laughs> I can see what's going to happen here. <laughs> uh, we did just make it before the registrar went, went home and are still together after 36 years. Congrats, Viv. Uh, number two, my first job in Ireland was an insurance claims assessor in a call centre. I realised it wasn't the job for me when I answered a call from a lady inquiring about a life policy. I quoted data protection restrictions and said I needed to speak to the policy holder she then pointed out he was dead. He was also <laughs> her ex-husband, who had still oh, left her as an executor of his will and was causing her a lot of bother sorting things out. Perhaps oh, Helen God. needs to watch out for that happening when <gasps> Rob shuffles off this mortal coil. Oh. If you need inspiration yeah. for music to, to create a sound for me, I'd say my life soundtrack could be a mix between Mr. Brightside and the ballad of Lucy Jordan. Well, you got Careless Whisper, Vivian. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, love your podcasts. But don't do iTunes, so can only review on Castbox. Regards, Viv. Yeah, we saw. Um, we've seen your reviews. We love them. Um, yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, I I did a summer job for an insurance company that got bought out, so everyone got a mail drop, uh, like a like a snail mail, to say, oh, your account is now in the the. And I got a job oh. kind of taking the calls for that company when I was Ooh. about nineteen, and it was a bunch of people phoning up going, he's dead. <laughs> Why have you sent us this letter? Because they, they, it was like company pensions and stuff like that. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, that's um, what a job to have as a youngster. Christ! I know, and you know, like on the screen, I had one of six responses, and I was like, um, there was no response for. Oh, I'm sorry, your husband's He's dead. dead. <laughs> Some guy said, "Can I speak to your supervisor?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please do." Okay, <laughs> right. This next mm. one, mm -hmm. you're going to like the email. You might not like the jingle, but um, oh. here you go. It's from okay. Ellen Milton. Cider Shed breaking news via email from Ellen Milton. Hello, you two. Quick email while listening to last week's pod as you were talking about Daleks. Were we? <laughs> yes, we were. I mean, we often talk about them. Could have happened. <laughs> we did. Because someone was the voice of the Dalek. Oh, Rod it Skelton was... from Rod, Jane and Freddy. Yeah, yeah. Which is now going to tie in to what I'm going to tell you, Kerry. Are you sitting Brilliant. down? Yeah. Did you know that Terry Malloy, 
in brackets Mike Tucker, is also the voice of Davros in Doctor Who. <laughs> I think I actually think I did know that. That is so funny, isn't it? She said, that love the podcast. Makes me start with laughter every week. <laughs> I am going to create a genocidal robot. And have you finished with that pastel donata? <laughs> Please make some jingles that are him. Mike saying Mike things. <laughs> like Davros. like Davros. Yes, please. I, I, this I've has spent to happen. a whole week making these jingles, Kerry. Don't make more work for me, for God's sake. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is from Benjamin Snowden. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I, I might meet him in London for a drink at some point. Okay, here you go. This is your jingle, Benjamin. Alert. Benjamin Snowden. <laughs> Alert. Benjamin Snowden. Oh, for fuck's sake, silly me. I was thinking Edward Snowden, who arguably did nothing wrong, by the way. <laughs> the tone at the end. Nothing wrong, by the way. Yeah, I, I turned 11 labs up to camp. Um, oh. that one. <laughs> Benjamin says, I did email hmm. once, but it was as Peter was going on his leave. I've listened from the start. This is the only way I can contact you as not on Twitter or the book of face. Well, why is there, Benjamin? Um, he was on seemed... Twitter. Mm, yeah, not anymore, though, apparently. Oh. It seems weird that there are other listeners to the Archers who don't listen to you guys and share the same opinions. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yep. There's you guys and an older colleague at work to discuss the Archers with. No one else seems to understand. Looking forward <laughs> to seeing how George stroke Henry pans out. Will Henry mm. become a wrong and too? We hope so. Thanks for all you do, Ben. Oh, nice. I like these emails. Let's have more emails, please. Just drop us quick thoughts about... You don't have to do the bloody thing. No jingles. That's all right. That's fine. But yeah, it's nice to hear what you're thinking. If you send an email and become a patron, I'll do a jingle, honestly, because like it took a little bit of time. Um, so I've done Ellen. I've done Simon. I've done Kate. I've done mm. Viv. I've done Benjamin. Mm -hmm. That only leaves uh, Red Agnes, Kerry. Oh, nice. Okay. Brilliant. Brace for this one. Okay. Red, red, Oh, Matthew. <laughs> you be farty. Singing. Yeah, that's uh, Will's favourite band. We'll be fart. <laughs> you be farty. That's what they say after Clara's made bean casserole. Oh, that a famous apple pie. Mm. Oh, absolute genius. What does the lovely Red Agnes say? I want to get a jingle. Uh, no, she, well, the title of the email is <laughs> me, 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 me. Oh, good. Yep. <laughs> she says, uh, I want to get a jingle. I'm a Patreon. Honest. Onions. Honest onions. Sorry, I shouldn't have put a pause in there. <laughs> Honest onions. <laughs> I swear down, potatoes. <laughs> I want to get a jingle. Yeah, oh, I've read that bit. Can you tell we're hungover? Okay. Mm. Have I got to say something pithy about the archers? No, you don't. Um, no, we never do. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was wondering what shape the cakes for Sarin and Novichok might have been. Sauron. <laughs> no, Sarin. <laughs> Sauron. I like Sauron and Novichok. That would be good. Yeah. Sauron and Novichok. Might have been. I made mm. a list of possibilities. So this is the shapes of cake she came up to. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, sausage, obs. Weak stroke <laughs> daffodil. Mm. Combine harvester stroke lazy weeder. And <laughs> ferret, ferret times two. <laughs> Uh, she closes with, um, I should be in the gym, not wasting my time in this nonsense. Red Agnes, kiss, 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 a.k.a. Mandy Belshaw. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so glad you did waste time on the nonsense. Yeah, and um, a late, late comer to all of this was Kay. Mm. Kay Guiden, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Kay. Name, yeah. Yep, yep. Kay Guiden. And it says, hello, Cider Shed. Wanting you to see at least one notification on your email account. Well, don't bloody worry about that. 
<laughs> I'm American living in the UK and a fellow American introduced me to the archers to keep company on dog walks. Then I found you guys on that other place. What? Boo. What place? <laughs> oh, oh the, the dark side. Yeah. Um, and was so happy when you found this, when you found the cider shed. Well, did we find the cider shed or we, did we just make it? I think we, we made it, didn't we? Yeah. But we, we're she, very happy. Maybe she means we're very happy as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like a it's a therapy group, isn't it? As much yeah. as it is a podcast. Every Sunday, Sunday, I literally loll while walking dogs. You guys are great. So, an observation about George. George is so not a wrongen. Question mark. Is that what the British say? Do we say we say wrongen? Don't we? Yeah. He has all the traits of a psychopath narcissist. One, lack of empathy. Two, pathological liar. Three, man master man manipulator. Four, when faced with people throwing his actions in his face, he does the monkey dance of a narcissist and throws his poop at his accusers. And five, lack of guilt or remorse. He Matthew. will only escalate and he will hurt Hannah. I get so mad listening to him manipulate people. And when people post things that he's just a teenager and because of his dad's. Go on, Kerry. Just that description really reminded me of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. From, I think we from all... the dark place. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Honestly, that is yeah. exactly the description. So, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. About and why were all the men waiting for Clary to come home and make dinner? What the actual, what the fuck, she says. Mm -hmm. is, she, is she in the 1940s? No, she isn't, but they are. Yeah, but she lets it all happen. She's an enabler, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, hope you guys are around a long time. Saying it as it is for all us weirdos who listen to the archers for, same, for some reason. Happy Friday. <laughs> P.S. I've been waiting to leave a five-star review because I can't think of anything funny and clever like all the others you have. Well, I tell you what, in that email, you've said multiple clever things, Kay, so. Yes. Send uh, yeah. stress. Just write anything. Doesn't have to be funny. Just love you. That'll do. Five yeah, stars help true. helps us enormously. We did have two new reviews. We had two new reviews, Matthew. Um, I did read these in the Patreon one. But um, is it okay to read them again? Is this the one where it says uh, the guy that desperately wanted to leave and not do the podcast anymore should come back? Ha! Well, it was written by a um, mother of Peter, I think. Not a mother of Peter. Okay. The mother, the mother of Peter, yeah. Bring back Go the fickling, it. it says. Peter, if they promise not to mention Swindon ever again, might you pop in occasionally? I've laughed along to this podcast from the outset and love their irreverent archer's discourse it's like gossiping with friends on a saturday morning over a bloody mary in the pub a must for any archers kino better with the three of you but we all need a break Thought, thoughts of that carrie well i think either peter wrote it or peter's mum yeah i mean can we check the ip address is it swindon yeah <laughs> it was by saz bestie and peter will be reappearing don't you worry and the other one was Tumble Tussocks is the title. And it says, this podcast is like a rare heritage apple cider. Kerry is the delightful fizz. Matthew is the sharp twang. <laughs> and the listeners are falling about laughing in a drunken fashion. Thank you for bringing us nutters together in one place. I'll take sharp twang any day of the week. Yeah. I just love that we are a place that brings nutters together. Where do people uh, send these messages, Kerry? Yeah, nutters, please can you tweet um, at the Cider Shed Pod. <laughs> um, join the tweet along, hashtag the archers when the archers is on or in between. Do it when you like, really. Uh, yeah, at the Cider Shed Pod. Um, I'm on Twitter at Kerry Warbis and Matthew is at Mr. Weir, M-R, not Mr. Yeah. with I-S-T-E-R, Mr. Weir. We've got an Instagram, which I mentioned at some point which is at the cider shed pod and um the facebook group is called the cider shed podcast uh thanks to adam not the adam adam rayner who posted a story about people planting their pants in a field to check uh <laughs> soil quality saying it's a real thing and uh, oh. rob williams 
sent a photo of a Highlander bumper sticker saying there hasn't been much Highlander chat on the podcast oh, recently. Yeah, that's one thing that's really great about Peter not being here. <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Uh, Rob also said, uh, I had to smile when Kerry said about going all fangirl about Nigella replying to a tweet. I feel the same way when Kerry replies to mine. <gasps> Rob! Well, that's nice of you. I will be better at doing that. I'll give you more attention, Rob. There you go. That sounds a bit threatening. Oh, does it? <laughs> I was, that was like me being told this is your last birthday. Yeah, so me being nice and threatening. That's... All right, Kerry, you've got yes. an evening planned, haven't you? I do. Yeah, my friend is actually, she's coming round in 10 minutes instead of us going to a pub because I've got quite a bit of booze left over from yesterday. So she's Evie, my Latvian friend, is coming okay. round any minute now. Does she have a charging station? Evie charging station? <laughs> yes, <laughs> she does. Do you know what I'm looking at while I was tidying up the room today? Your notes from when you were here. Oh, the, the were they handwritten yeah. ones? They are, and now I've kind of spilt a Bloody Mary slightly all over. Well, they've got Bloody That's... Mary con condensation on them. That is how my notes should be. Okay, well, I'm willing to sell these notes, Kerry's notes from the podcast, for to the highest bidder. Just get in touch on the email, which is <gasps> hello at the cidershed.com. Good heavens, do I get a cut? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Okay. Well, I hope my handwriting was all right. Impeccable. In fact, Good. to the point where uh, Mariana found it, she was like, who the hell's writing is this? <laughs> this oh, looks like a like, psycho's written it. I was like, yeah, that's curious. <laughs> well, love you all. Thank you for listening. Five-star review us if you dare. And send some more emails, please. Really, really enjoyed those. No jingles, no jingles. But no, thanks for entering the jingle challenge, which was one week only. One week only. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn that into a jingle. Oh, there's right, also, a, isn't there Go a competition on. for podcasts or something? Oh, the, the podcast awards thing. Yeah, we won't get anything when we, no, no. no. But if Someone actually vote... said that they preferred that we make them laugh more than the Beef and Dairy Network, which I tell you what, that's high we'll praise. We'll take that, because, like, yes. I have to turn off the Beef and Dairy Network sometimes in bed because I can't stop laughing. Ah. Uh, the only thing that made me laugh more than that was on our Christmas Patreon special when you said, "Why are the go Why are ghosts always Victorian? Why aren't, why aren't there cavemen?" <laughs> <laughs> and I somehow hadn't noticed you'd said that during the recording, but on the re-listen, I just I was, yeah, I was doing the worm basically in bed. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice. Right, I'm going to go and get tipsy now. Me too. Oh, well, have a great weekend, lovely. Yeah, you too. All right, everyone. Um, take care and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hang on.